You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. You cannot put something out there like that. <laughs> And then, and then, not expect that to happen. I just didn't like. I knew that it was bad in my mind. No, it I isn't. Haven't... Are you kidding me? I spent all weekend imagining how <laughs> this would be if you were to do it. I'm telling you, it's gonna be. It's gonna be amazing. You, you have I, to do it. No, I don't yeah. think so. No way. No, no I didn't put that out it. there because I was going to read from it. But I put it out there because that was exactly. It was the shock that I felt when I was reading it. You owe it to everyone. I don't owe it to anybody. Yes, no, it's, it's going to have to happen. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internets, wherever podcasts can be found. The all over the cyber web, Sarah, because it is Cyber Monday. Oh, God, please don't say Cyber Monday. Uh, our cyber show. Oh, Cybercast. stop it. I'm still going to make that work. No, you're you're not going to. Cyber Monday doesn't even work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've got a bunch of stuff to get to today. Of course, this is our first show here back after the Thanksgiving break. I missed the show. Like I, I had I had such a nice break and I feel mm-hmm. like well rested and everything, but I really, really miss it every day. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess yeah, we're not doing a show today. No. Nope. Never mind. But nope. today we are. Well, you could have posted on Twitter, but we'll talk about that here in a minute, too. <laughs> if I could figure and it out. We've got so many things to cover. So many things to cover of this. Uh however. We need to make sure and remind everybody that we have something coming up next week. December 10th will be the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase. I know. And I know that we just had the listener party, but we want to get this. We wanted to get this last showcase in before the end of the year. This is going to be our last event for a while. And we want to have the chance to get to see you guys and see a bunch of awesome comedy. And that's happening a week from Wednesday, Wednesday, December 10th. Featuring the likes of Amy Miller, Adam Posse, Stephen Wilbur, Zach Toscani, Seven American Dollars in advance. We're also going to have some special things there as well that you'll be able to purchase um, that we'll be talking about later in this week. We've got a whole bunch of mm-hmm. things. So, yeah, we really want to see everybody there. So it's Wednesday, December 10th. Get your tickets right now at funemploymentradio.com. Pick those up. Seven bucks. Seriously, to see these comedians. Basically, you're seeing a bunch of people who are going to be very famous. Um, before and are they're... getting more and more famous. Like, right. for example, let me before... just tell you, uh, our last showcase or the showcase before, it was our... Last showcase? Showcase before. We had Nathan Brannon on as one of it, and Nathan Brannon just won uh, the Seattle International Comedy Competition. Yeah. He just got first place. Yep. Number one. You know why I think it was because? I think it was because he was at one of our showcases. It's absolutely it. So (laughs) get your tickets now. No, it's because Nathan is goddamn talented. That's why. (laughs) He got the Fun Employment Radio bump. You know, like the Colbert bump, it's Fun Employment Radio bump. Congratulations, Nathan. So, uh, of course, get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. And yeah, we really want to see everybody. It's our last event for a while. We're taking a break from events uh, after this. A little bit of a break. So come out and see us for this one. Exactly. We'll be there. We'll be milling about. We'll be hanging out. You can get your tickets at uh, secretsociety.net. And maybe there will be another event that happens at that same time. Another Another thing on no, stage. No, you stopped. You stopped pushing me on. I'm putting that. it out there. No. All right, we'll, we'll get that to that here in a minute. I know that needs to be done, but I don't. You're making me very uncomfortable with how aggressively you're pushing me on this. We ha- all right. We will explain all of that here in a minute. Let's let's go through a little bit of a little bit of an update, I guess, on what happened over the weekend because I know you had a big one that you had promised you were going to post on Twitter, but you did not because I actually followed. I checked up when I was out having country Thanksgiving out at my parents. Wait, house. you get cell phone reception at country Thanksgiving? I, I do. I do get cell phone reception. Mind blown. They even have Wi-Fi now, which is crazy. Greg, don't be, don't crazy talk. Well, they can't. They still can't run cable out there or any actual internet, but they they can get uh, satellite internet now out where my parents live. Wait, so they can't get dial up out there? 
Uh, no, they used to have dial-up. Okay, yeah, they did used to have dial-up over the phone phone system. I guess that's the only kind they have, though. But no actual cable, DSL, or whatever. Sure. None of that's run out there. So they, And they're never going to run that out there, so it has to be on satellite. But they do have They're never going to. It's already been determined. Like, Independence never deserves it. Well, no, Independence has it. They live outside of Independence. Oh, They live out I in the see. country. Small town living, small potatoes. Well, they, Where you hunt your own turkeys for Thanksgiving. We did not hunt our own turkeys, although I will say this. Little update from my parents' house. You know, it's, it's about... Uh, I don't know, 10 miles out of Independence in, in the wilderness. And, you know, they got a couple of ponds there on the property. Let me just say this. Same problem that was happening last oh year. Oh, my God. If you're still going the on, beavers. the dang beaver is still down there chewing up the trees by the pond. He's knocked over a couple more of them. My dad's just had about enough of it. Well, at least there was a beaver doing something productive this past weekend. No. Boo, 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 boo. Wow. That was really good. Wow, yeah, that that was <laughs> really amazing. Uh, so anyway, it's still there knocking down some trees. So it's still still a bit of an issue. Just Uh-oh. an update. Beaver hasn't been taken care of yet. That's still happening. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Greg. <laughs> wow, Sarah. I was really proud of myself for that one. So that was a reference to the <laughs> Civil War Gate fight. I'll just address that right now. We'll address that so it's out of the way so I stop getting messages from hey, everybody. Hey, it's not like the Cougars did any better. So this weekend, of course, college football rivalry weekend, and the Oregon-Oregon State game is known as the Civil War. It was like the 118th time they've played, I believe it is. It's one of the longest-running rivalries in the country. And uh, it happened. I think it's no shock or surprise. University of Oregon happens to be a better football team as of late. And they, they, uh, it was not even a game. It really wasn't even a game. Because or I, was, I went into it. It's not like I'm delusional. And I know Oregon State... Ha- on top of not being at Oregon's level, it's also a really bad year for that team, for the Oregon State Beavers. I mean, amazingly bad. Epically bad. Epically bad to the point where WSU beat them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're, they're terrible. They're terrible. Except for knocking off Arizona State. They ruined their season. That's the one shining moment from this from this season. However, I knew they were going to lose, but I was like, okay, well, maybe if they can lose by less than 20 points, it's like, you know what? I'll count that as a win this year. I'll count that as a good thing for, for this team. So that's the spread, the 20-point spread or it was whatever a, it is. That's yeah. what I was giving them. Yeah, I was giving them a 20-point spread. I was going to count that as a win. However, they, they almost got it at the very end when all the scrubs were playing, except even, even the scrubs failed on that one. That didn't even work out. Oh, so no. they didn't even get that. It got to the point where I was just celebrating first downs. Which is oh, that's like, so sad. yeah, first down, everybody <laughs> take a drink. Yeah, it's it's pretty much what I had to do. Oregon's a good team. This is this will be the end of my college football talk for today. Um, I'll say this though for anybody who doesn't watch football, Marcus Mariota, the quarterback of University of Oregon, is the kind of player that doesn't come around very often. Like as far as in all of college college football, he's. Um, He's tremendous. The guy's just amazing. So if you get a chance to watch a game, they're playing on Friday. I would say, you know, this is going to be his last season. Obviously, he's going to the NFL. Uh, the guy, the guy is something pretty, pretty incredible. Something special to he see. He is something huh? special. Okay. He is, he is an amazing, amazing player. So Marcus Mariota, kudos to you. He should win the Heisman. I will admit that. There we go. That's the end. Wow, of it. that's very big of you, Greg. Well. It, for some people, it would be, to admit that. <laughs> yes, he should get the Heisman. He is the best player in college okay. football. There's no doubt. All right, there. Now, we can stop the Civil War talk. All right. Uh, it sounds so funny. I remember when before I moved to Oregon, uh, whenever I heard people talk about the Civil War, I'm like, why the fuck are people talking about the Civil War? <laughs> still worked up about it? <laughs> I know. It's like, why is the Civil War a point of conversation? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's that's just what it's called. All right. All right. Moving on. Moving on in, in uh, not ball talk. <laughs> We're done with that. <laughs> Sorry, it takes us a minute to get the wheels back running here. That's okay. Um, 
so yeah, it was it was pretty uneventful, you know, out there, the dang beaver chewing down the trees. Mm-hmm. Had uh, had had Thanksgiving. Sure. Yep. Completely. I had my Thanksgiving as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, this is yours. Now we talked about this on I know. Wednesday. I know. I blew it. So so here is what. If I can re- recall correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. that was going You're to be wrong. happening at, at your Thanksgiving. So you were going to be having it at your sister's house yes. in Seattle. Yes. And your sister was – so your sister was hosting it, her and her husband. You and your parents were going there along with your aunt and uncle, uh, the aunt who is recently back in the scene after seven years of being – Very recently. After being seven separated, years of being divorced, MIA. separated, whatever. Yeah, not divorced but separated for the past seven years. So I haven't seen her um, – I haven't seen her in – Seven year over seven years, I'd say. And so this was the first time you're going to see her at this Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. And now, on top of that, there's there was going to be some conservative Catholics there. Mm-hmm. You know, when, uh, you know the the people who go to church every week, mm-hmm. and that was going to be mixed with your sister, which, as you described, um, has a number of very flamboyantly gay friends. Yes, your sister, and she does. I've I've met many of them. They're wonderful. Yep, not all of them, but that has nothing to do with. Oh gosh! You part. still one of them just happens to be an asshole, <laughs> and he's an asshole regardless of whatever you would you would describe him as. So wow, the rest you're of them still are holding a torch for that. Yeah, dude, that guy's a jerk. Okay, all right, let's jerk. move forward. He wasn't there. <laughs> okay, that guy wasn't there. All right, well then, yeah, then I'm you sure everybody away. was fine. He does not live in Seattle anymore. Good. Yes. So, <laughs> so but the the juxtaposition of very flamboyantly gay and very conservative Catholic mm. relatives. All gathered in a very small house, mm-hmm. you know, a nice house, but small. It was cozy. Cozy. We'll mm-hmm. say cozy. It was very Thanksgiving and so yeah. cozy and cute. Cozy around there. And what uh, what you were supposed to be doing was posting this on Twitter mm. as all of this awkwardness happened. Yes. As it happened in front of you. Since we didn't get that, what happened? All we right. Need, we need the update. Well, let me tell you for the reason that I couldn't. So my parents do not have what – let me just say. I brought my computer. I'm logged into Twitter on my computer. I don't remember my password. And so they, since they don't have Wi-Fi, I wasn't able to log into my computer. So I was trying to, to access it from Your my phone. Your sister doesn't have Wi-Fi? No, this was at my – because I went to my parents' house first. And then we drove over for Thanksgiving and then came back to my parents' house. Okay. So I didn't bring my computer with me. I mean, that would have been awkward. I mean, it was very – like there was no TV on or anything. It was just music and everyone sitting around like drinking wine and talking. So it wasn't wow, like I could really? be on my computer. talk? Yeah, I know. We talked. Uh. There was like no TV on or anything. Yeah, see, we uh, we, we put on some TV or yeah. something. Yeah. No, no, no. So it was like it was like a talkie, like a grown-up Thanksgiving. Okay. So anyway, so I couldn't figure out how – my parents don't have Wi-Fi. Um, I couldn't figure out how to – uh, how to log into my Twitter account. Every time I use the password on my phone that I know is the password, it won't let me on. It wouldn't let me on. You Wait, this all happened because you couldn't remember your password? Yes, because I couldn't remember my password. You know, they have that happens on occasion. And most places where you log in, they'll have a uh, forgot your password or something like that. Or you can email somebody to find out about it or different ways. Well, it was also, I can't just sit there on my phone because there's family about and I can't sit. So I was trying, but I have to say... Overall, it was not it was not as awkward as I thought it would be. Okay. And I, let me I'm going to hand this to the fact that so I uh, got there early. So it was my sister and my parents and I and my sister's husband, uh, her husband's brother, and then uh, a couple of their friends from New York who just moved to Seattle. So um, we're all hanging out there. Uh, it turns out the flamboyant gays ended up going somewhere else for Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. So they weren't there. Oh. Yeah. All right. So they weren't there. Um, the aunt and the uncle came, which was awkward. But like, cause it was it was more awkward until it actually happened, and then it was and then it was fine. I mean, we didn't sit and like have a private conversation or anything. It was just very group 
just around the table and not really isolated one on one, just everyone kind of talking to each other. Okay. So that made it less awkward. And uh, yeah, it was it was it was good. No whiskey. The whiskey was not opened either. Oh man, this is such a letdown. I'm sorry. This is a tremendous letdown. Well, I mean, you know what? It wasn't a letdown for me. It was a let up for me. I was very happy that it didn't that it wasn't as awful as I thought it would that's be. That's exactly what we wanted. It I to be know. About. Well, it didn't happen. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, so it didn't so open the whiskey. Um, the no whiskey. Ugh. See, that's when you should have added in the whiskey. No. I don't like, know, dude. Hey, like, Aunt So and So, I haven't seen some years. Let's t- take a shot, or else you you should have just started taking shots. No, seriously, no. I'm already like the um, like the one girl there who doesn't have a significant other with them. <laughs> I'm not like, hey, you know, what my boyfriend is whiskey. Let's do this. <laughs> so no, we get in a fight sometimes. <laughs> So I have to say, I'm sorry, it was kind of, uh, it was a very pleasant, wonderful Thanksgiving, I have to say. I really liked having it over. I cannot say how disappointed I am to hear you I'm sorry. But if it's any consolation, the next night when I went out in Bremerton, um, things were a little squirrely. Okay. So as we were talking about. Squirrely in Bremerton. Squirrely in Bremerton. That should be the name of your blog. (laughs) Squirrely in Bremerton. (laughs) Well, as we were talking. Oh my God. OMG, guys. Oh, stop it. Well, as we were talking about... You um, won't believe what happened at the Ross Dress Fest today. Up. At when, uh, on Wednesday, our last show before Thanksgiving, uh, I was talking about how one of my friends who was coming back into town for the first time in 10 years was uh, you know, coming up and my friend was going to have a party for him and we were all going to like get together and I was going to see my high school boyfriend, who at that point was the love of my life. Oh, dear God. Like, so I haven't seen him in over a decade. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. so it's been a long time. So I was really nervous about that. I was nervous about seeing some friends, like some high school friends that I hadn't seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. And so this was all happening uh, Friday night at this bar in Bremerton, which I'm not even going to name because there were such – it was a bad experience. There's a bad bar? It was a bad bar. And well, every then you should time, just name it. No, I'd rather not because I have friends who still go there. I think I've, I have friends who like know people who work there. It's fine. All right. It's in uh, full of bremolos. It's so full of bremolos. It was, I was, it, I haven't been treated that shitty in a bar in a while. Wow. And okay. it was both my sister and I, and we were both just. It, it, so you were going there for this thing. Why? Why were you guys going to this terrible bar? So we were going there because this terrible bar is a bar where a lot of people in Bremerton go to because Bremerton has a series of terrible bars, but this one is like centrally located, so where a lot of people actually go to it. Okay. Now, this isn't like Old Town Pub or anything. I love that place. That's in Silverdale, Washington. This isn't in Silverdale. This is um, in East Bremerton. So this is a place no, I don't go Nobody's going to gonna know what that means. Yes, they do. You'd be surprised. Every time I go to Bremerton, people tell me how they used to live there or how like, they have family that lives there. Okay. So I'm just saying nothing in The majority of people aren't going to know what that means. Well, it wasn't in Silverdale. It was an okay. East Bremerton bar. All right. And every time I've gone to this place, I have never had a good time. And every time I go, I'm just <laughs> Why like- Why do you go? Because my friends want to go. And All every right. time I go, I'm like, oh, this is this place is awful. The drinks are expensive. The bartenders are rude. Like, because they just hate you. They can tell that you're that you don't live there. See, I, I always hate that kind of thing because money is money, mm-hmm. and you open a bar to sell drinks and, and I make tip money. Very well, and I'm very polite. And this, these girls, it was multiple girls. It was these two bitchy girls who were like, their life is to be a bartender at this particular tavern in in Bremerton. And they just do not like any other women coming in there. It is just – it was so awful. Do they get like a lot of male attention or yeah, something? Yeah, they do or? get a lot of male attention. They're like Bremerton hot. Um, so they were like – So they're Bremelos. They're Bremelos. They were like a – Would I find them attractive? Probably. Okay. Maybe. 
Yeah, uh, depends on how many beers you had. I think, well, like, two, I think like two beer hot. Well, that's that's not too that's bad. fairly hot. It's not too bad. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so we're getting ready to go to this, um, you know, go to this bar. We ended up getting there. It's uh, my sister and Tanea and I, and we, you know, go and get get a beer, have like a beer, and we're just like sitting there shooting the shit. Uh, eventually, everyone shows up. My ex boyfriend, who I haven't seen in ten years, I did not even recognize him. Yeah, I walked right by him because someone's like, "Oh, blank is here." I'm like, "Oh." Really, he's he's here, and I'm looking around, and I actually looked through him. I did not recognize him. He's not he's not morbidly obese, but <laughs> oh, he was boy. a lot because he was like very very thin. So you know, it's like eleven years later, and I haven't seen him. So yeah. I mean, he's definitely like a uh, he's definitely got a little bit of girth on him now. But I did, and he was <laughs> a little bit of girth is worse almost than saying no. He's put on he's overweight. He wasn't like, like you might as well just say he's overweight. Hey, he's got he's got a bit of girth on him. Let's just say that he was bigger. It was packing was, around a couple of saddles, if you know what I mean. He was bigger, and he was like uh, you know when I dated him in high school, he um, I don't know was almost like a little. I don't know, like a little greaser guy. Like he drove like an old, like a '66 Charger, and he always wore like white t-shirt and has t-shirts and had a bunch of tattoos and stuff. And he was wearing like Sounds like a classy high school dude. He was he was high school hot, let me tell you. Um, but like he was wearing like a Seahawks jacket and like all it was just it was very weird. It it caught me off guard. Okay. So I was looking right through him, and they're like, "No, no, it's here he is." I'm like, "Oh shit! Hi, how how you doing?" So uh, what did you say? I was just like, "Oh wow, it's nice." I don't know. I just said, nice to see you. What have you been up to? Blah, blah, blah. Okay. All okay. right. It was about that. How's the girth doing? <laughs> I didn't say how the girth was. Notice you got a little more girth. No, it was just it, it was just completely <laughs> unlike what I've had in my mind for the past, you know, like right, 10 yeah. plus years. He yeah. Looked exact, it looked completely different. Okay. So that was fine. So anyway, we stay there for a few beers. Uh, we're just hanging out. And then it comes to the point where my sister and I are like, all right, well, we're getting ready to go. My mom is awesome. She was coming to pick us up so that we could have a few drinks. Uh, so it comes time to close out our tabs. And these bitchy bartenders who had uh, – by the way, mind you, they're like all these old drunk like Bremerton men like 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 falling off of their stools and like doing shots and stuff. Mm-hmm. My sister and I go up to close out our tabs and the girl looks at me and then looks at my sister and she's like, you're not driving home, are you? And I'm like, no, uh, but I've only had a couple Coors Lights so I should – you know, I'm not, I'm like, and then my sister's there and we're like, yeah, our mom's picking us up. And she's like, okay. So closed out my tab, which was weird. Then my sister was trying to close out her tab and she looks at it and her tab is $54. Whoa. And she's like, what the fuck is happening? And this girl's just like, and so Heather asked for the printout of it. And this woman had put three shots of Patron, Whoa. $10 a piece Whoa. on her tab. And no. Heather's like, and Heather's like, excuse me, this is not mine. And and the woman looks at her. This bartender turns around with a snotty ass look on her face. She's like, um, if you if you're too drunk to remember that you ordered three shots of Patron, you shouldn't be drinking anymore either. And Whoa. she's just like, my my sister and I do not drink tequila. Why do you not want to call this place out? Oh, because it, it was just it doesn't need any attention. Um, it was this woman was awful. So she's basically telling me like, oh, well, I'm glad you're not driving home. And like, and I'm like, oh. Okay. And she was giving me a dirty look because right now we have expressed that I do have the blue hair. And she kept looking at me like kind of like, mm, I don't yeah. think, like Heather and I were outsiders. <laughs> we definitely kind of looked like it. Yeah, but so? Yeah, I don't know. She was she was awful. And so like she's then she's being rude to my little sister, which pisses me off. And I'm like, excuse me. She well, did yeah, not. So what drink- happened? I mean, you would know if you served somebody three shots. Yeah, of Patron. No. And she was telling my sister that she sh- that I mean, she how big her- how big is this place? It's not very big. How many? How many? I would uh, say in there, there patrons. are probably about 
40 people. Okay. If you were serving three shots of Patron, I would think you would remember serving You would know, particularly if you're the sober bartender. Right. Yeah. And so this woman starts to like harass my little sister and she's like, uh, yeah, if you are if you don't remember getting your shots of Patron, you're clearly too drunk anyway and you shouldn't be drinking anymore. And my sister's well, like, and also that's like, the response. Okay, but that's also the responsibility of the bartender to find out if you are too drunk. If, if she was too drunk to be ordering shots of Patron, you shouldn't have served them. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of implicating yourself also if you are the bartender in that situation. Well, and this is also and- the same bar, let me tell you, that uh, got some bad press a little bit ago because they overserved somebody and they ended up stumbling into traffic outside of the bar and getting hit by a car and dying. Okay. Yeah, so these people... Again, why do you go to this place? I don't go to this place. I just went there because that was where the party was. Okay. And I'm never going again. And I talked to my friend who threw it, and I'm like, I love you. I'm never going to that bar again. Yeah. I'm like, if you want to hang out, we can go to any other bar. Not that one. Yeah. So anyway, so this woman... So finally, our friend Jessie, who was there, who's an awesome uh, girl, and she came up and she, she's like, get business done. Like, my sister's upset, and I'm trying to talk to my sister, and Jessie's like, I'm going to go take care of this. Walks up, comes back two minutes later, and has the $54 tab all refunded. And she's like, there you go. And Heather's like, what did you do? And she's like, don't worry about it. I took care of it. I'm like, okay, because this is my friend Jessie. She lives there, so I don't know if... She goes there and she has told them what's up, but the bartenders just hated us when we were leaving. And I still gave a really nice tip, but I'm never going there again. Yeah. Especially like yelling at my sister saying she bought three shots of Patron. That's that's messed up. No, it was it was icky. It was gross. I'm like, okay, Bremerton, stop being gross. Like I had a really good time. You're grossing me out right now. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, no, that that's definitely Yeah, so I've been watching my bank account too because I'm afraid like they've they're, they're gonna try and overcharge me for something. Right. I'm like if you can't trust the place that you're going to to like not charge you for what you got, mm-hmm. like why would you ever go like I'm never going there again. Man, that's awful. Yeah, it was awful. I mean, I can't say that I've had service that bad in a while. I mean, I've had rude service. I mean, eh, Portland Portland has some I mean, and it's kind of kind of a thing here is some places You'll find, like, rude servers or yeah. something like that. But I haven't been overcharged or anything like that. Um, not that I'm aware of, although, you know, I guess you got to keep a close look on it. I've heard of it happening other places. Like, the worst is is my buddy Nate. He will he will go off if something is ever wrong oh, about yeah. a tab. And that happened to him when he was in Florida. He was down there and flew back here, took a look at his bank account. And they had had, like, a him and his wife had had, like, a... $20 tab, but it was racked up as $120. Mm. They charged an extra 100 on the tab, and it turns out when he was there, he had complained about a drink that he said was that he was like, there's no liquor in this drink, mm. you know, and I don't really want it. I'll pay for it, but I just want you to know that that's uh, unacceptable. Give me the tab. I'll yeah. sign it, and I'm out. And so he even paid for the drink, so they went back and Somebody somehow accidentally entered in a hundred extra dollars on his tab. Oh my god! Yeah, so he had to call and like take care of that and go back and forth with this place in Florida to finally get it taken off. Um, but yeah, I I I can't say for myself that that's that's happened in a while where somebody has double charged me. Yeah, that's that's totally sketchy. No, it's really sketchy, and I'm just like, especially you can tell when the place is sketchy. If the next morning both Heather and I are making sure to check our bank accounts that they didn't like, that's how shady it seemed. Like they were going to take wow. more money out. And I've just never – it was just really kind of – it was terrible to be talked to like that. Yeah. Like the way that this woman was talking to me like I was a kid. I'm like, we've been here for like an hour and a half, two hours, had a couple beers, and you're talking to me like this. It was it, it was really gross. Huh. So that being said, that happened Thursday or okay. uh, Friday night. That was the high school reunion. So that was good. It was good to see friends that I hadn't seen in a while. Um, bartender's bad, but that was good. Okay. 
But also when I was in Bremerton, this is what we were talking about earlier. In the yes, show. this is what we need to get to because this is something you posted this on Facebook. Speaking by of the way. high school, like and you know, like old high school boyfriends and stuff. You called attention to this. I did go through. So my parents have been sorting out stuff because eventually they want to move out of the house um, and move to a different house around Bremerton. So they've been like you know organizing a lot of stuff and organizing my sister and my stuff, and they've taken everything that I left behind, like with all my photographs and. And like notebooks and stuff, and they put it into this trunk in my room. And I was looking through it, and lo and behold, inside of that trunk were my journals from college with my poetry. Yes. So explain. I don't explain even know your how journals to explain from college. It. I don't. Okay. You've, you've talked about it a little bit here on the show before. Now you went to Washington State University. And from what I understand, when you went to college, you didn't feel that other people understood your feelings and how deep they were. I was because your experience was unique and you were surrounded by these people who just didn't understand what it was like to be you and what it was like to go through the world knowing so much more than all those around you. And you would write your they were they were. (laughs) uh, Let me just tell you, I found three of my journals. I know there are more in there, but I found three of them and they were more embarrassing than I could have than I could have made up. Like, they're so bad, like, they couldn't even be made up that they were so bad. Wow. Like, my... Like, what? What was in it? A lot of them are about... Oh, God. There are some about the high school ex-boyfriend, but the majority of them are about... All right, so we've talked about how I was in a sorority in college, and I didn't really fit in. I think I was just, like, trying to, like, they wanted, like, oh, look at the kooky girl, like, filling in a quota so like that way when they're trying to recruit other people like look we take everybody mm-hmm. that kind of thing so a lot also, of my you poems, felt much deeper than anybody who was around you is what it so a lot of the poems were about like feeling empty and alone and sorority girls being bitches <laughs> oh my god some of them rhyme most of them don't they rhyme so they were actual poetry you were writing it was poetry they're stanzas Oh my god! There's stanzas. Where is this? It's in my apartment. Brought, you brought it back. I brought one of them back. I brought one of them back, <gasps> and it's from 1999. Oh, it's from either the first part of my sophomore year of college or the last part of my freshman year. I know it's from 1999. Because I stuck a picture of myself in it, too, and taped it inside of the journal saying, oh. this is what I look like right now. Oh. You added to it with pictures. I added pictures. <sighs> Can we get an example? No. No. No, you I can't. Would, I, come on. No, no. I have to hear an example. It's just... Sarah, this is this is good for you. You need to get this out of it your system. It is not. Clearly, you're still traumatized by what happened with the sorority girls who were mean to you. And I think, I think for you to get over this, you should probably revisit this moment in your life. I don't think that's. Healthy. I think you should. I think revisit. some things should just I think stay in the past. I think, I think perf- some things should just stay in the past. I think it's the exact thing you should do is revisit these moments, bring back all these memories, and what it was you felt like there, and how deep you felt. And you can not only reconnect with your past, you also get over it. It's a good thing. Is this one of your, like, break yourself down so you can build yourself up again? It's the Greg system. Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, kind of. 
I mean, so so you were you were at your you felt the most isolated. There you were in college, just young girl, and you had your hair was a different color, and and everybody just thought you were kooky, and you didn't fit in with everyone. Everyone else got along except for you. You were the only one that didn't get along with anybody else. So you had, so so you you would break out on your own because you felt so deep. Who was who were your inspirations back then? Who were you? <laughs> I do. I oh god. I Ani do reference DeFranco. after one of my po- Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. It's so embarrassing. So uh, <laughs> I would write a poem like it was like like it was free form. Like I'd be writing in my journal. Then all of a sudden I'd be inspired to write a poem. So I'd like be in my I'd be <sighs> writing something. I'd be like, all right, wait. I just I just thought of a poem. Oh. And then I'd write oh. a poem. Oh my god. And then I'd be like, oh wait. Like, oh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I really like that one. I wish I could, one of them, I swear it said, I wish I could write as good as Ani DeFranco. Oh. She's the best songwriter in the world. (laughs) It's embarrassing. Like, it's embarrassing. I was, like, I looked at it and I shut it. I was like, this is. Sarah, you have to read this. And. I don't think I. There is a no way that this is is worth it. There's no. There's there's nothing that could be done that to make it. That it's so embarrassing. I can't even talk about it. Um, I can't even talk up, about it. You know what's uh, coming up next week on Wednesday, where you would have an audience that maybe no. I don't have an audience. The amazing comedians that we're having on, like uh, Adam Posse and Zach Toscani and Amy Miller and Stephen Wilbur, those are the ones that need the spotlight. They are the ones that deserve the spotlight. They are entertainers. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear my shitty yes, poetry from 1999. You would be the perfect opening act. You have to do this. You have to read it on stage at the Secret Society. You have to read your poetry. There is no way. Oh, I love that song. Isn't there a kitten stuck up a tree somewhere? This is not me playing this, by the way. This is Greg. I am not an angry girl. Oh, my God. But it seems like I've got everyone fooled. I haven't heard this in like 10 years. Something they find hard to hear. They chuck it up to my anger and never to their own fear. Stop it! Turn it off. Turn it off. I'm clean, knowing full well they prefer you were dirty. Oh my god, that's so awkward. And smiling. I am sorry. But I am not a maiden fair. I am not a kitten <laughs> stuck up a tree somewhere. I don't need a... I'm not an angry girl. Oh, my God. Sarah. Oh, my God. Like, and I'm trying to write them in the style of... Oh, God. Oh. Oh, God. This is so awkward. It's so awkward. It's incredible. My face is red. Is my face as red as it feels? Yes, your it face feels is red. like bright red. It Dude. is so hot right now. It is so hot. <sighs> You need to read this. Yeah, Aaron's asking if uh, if I've discussed this on air before. I've discussed it on air. I have not found those journals. This is the first time I found them since I put them <laughs> at my parents' house after I graduated college. Like I knew of them. I knew they were embarrassing. I remember writing the poetry. 
I did not remember how um, how awful it is. It's so. <laughs> Oh, God. And that was also when I was reading. Uh, so not only did I love Ani, we've talked about this on the show. Because, no I'm so sick that stress. What if I knew that? And I called your bluff. Stop it. Don't you think Oh, that, just, that music's just awkward. Mm. Uh, so there was the other thing. Uh, so like Jewel, Night Without, uh, Without Armor. Do you remember we read that on the show before? <laughs> yeah, yes, That's we did. still in the, we have that in the green room. So I'd read that a lot. So some of my poetry... And I'm using poetry the loosest fucking way you can use poetry. It's not poetry. It's just a bunch of shitty words written by an angsty 18-year-old who feels deeper than anybody else has ever felt. Oh, my God. Um, Anyway, like, some of them are, like, trying to write, like, the jewel thing where it would be, like, one... Oh, God. It would be, like, alone. Like that stuff, like, one word and a sentence. Alone. All right, can we move on, please? Dark feelings. There's. They'll never understand. There's no way. I did bring it home with me, though, but I'm, like, even afraid to open it. Like, I have it. I opened it, and I remember because at, at the very end of it, I'm, I... You have to read this. We're not getting past that. We're not, we're not brushing picture, over this. There is the picture of me in 1999 where I've just, like, it, it's me in, like, a, it's a full-body picture of me that I posted in my journal because this is how, like, self-involved I was. I'm like, this is what I <laughs> Wait, look like Wait, as opposed right to, now. you know, your pictures of yourself? I've never seen you take pictures of yourself, ever. No, but I'm like, it's not my most attractive year, so I have, like, really short, dark brown hair because uh-huh. I dyed it, like, really brown, and is I'm wearing, what, like, a... Is that the kind of hair Ani DeFranco had? Ani had a shaved head at that point. Oh, oh, oh. Um, and I was wearing like my a, a striped sweater and some some like my like bell bottomy jeans. And the best part was I was wearing um, Doc Martin sandals with wool socks. Oh my god! I totally forgot that I used to do that. I would wear socks and sandals all the time, all the Sarah, time. Sarah, we you have to read this. Like there's oh. there's no getting out of this. Oh. All right, um, I'll put it up to the people. I'll put it up to, to listeners. Go ahead and send us an email. You have, if I would even even consider it, which I'm not going to. You need to do it live there in front of people. It's good for you. It's for your therapy. Oh, is it good it's for me? It's for the therapy. I already you're been to a therapist. Down. I don't need to go. This is going to be therapy. Uh, you know, throwing to the wolves here. You have to revisit yourself in front of people, in front of the listeners. At the Secret Society. At the Secret... This is what you're on saying. Stage. No! Yes, yes no. because what better way to do it? No. What better way to get it through your system? No. I, I don't need to you, get it through my system. You know what? Uh, I've existed, let's see, what, since 1999 for 15 years without having it through my system. I think I'll be okay. This is why you need to do it. No, there's no way. In- this is exactly. I'm your therapist now, and I'm telling you this is this is the right thing to do. I don't fucking think so. Live on stage. No. Thanks for, like, trying to throw me out there, but absolutely <laughs> not. No. Listeners, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120, and let us know if you think Sarah should be reading her journal from college before the comedians on December 10th. No! 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 At the front of the radio comedy showcase. We're going to move on. Let's see what you guys think. No. People are saying do it on the show tomorrow. No, if I would ever... No, I'm not even going to say a scenario to which I would ever consider it. Never mind. No, not finishing that sentence. No. I can't even talk about it, let alone say what they are. <laughs> I read, like, one line to my sister. One line. And she was just like, stop. I can't. I can't take it. 
Sorry, I feel like I went on too much of a tangent about the bartenders, but that was just so rude. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know why you're not calling them out for it. No, it's fine. Who cares? All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Now, of course, we have all... Or, uh, well, hopefully you have, because it's one of the funnest games ever. Greg, have you ever played a little game called Cards Against Humanity? Yes, I have. All right. Well, Cards Against Humanity made the news this past weekend because, well, they did the same kind of thing last year, except for completely different. So Cards Against Humanity, okay. um, they're strictly opposed to Black Friday. So last year, what they did is they raised their prices on Black Friday to an astronomical amount. Like, they were selling, uh, like, the boxes for Cards Against Humanity for, like, hundreds and hundreds of dollars. That's and awesome. And people were still buying them. That's good on them. This year, they decided to do something... Different. So Cards Against Humanity for uh, this, whatever, Black Friday that mm-hmm. happened this past weekend, yep. uh, decided to remove all of the products from their website for Black Friday and instead, in its place, offered boxes of actual literal poop for sale. <laughs> now, the protest, which follows last, uh, last year's action of raising prices on all Cards Against Humanity products on its website and Amazon for Black Friday, that's what they did last year. Uh, the website pulled all products this past year from its store in favor of a single available item in a box that they just labeled bullshit. <laughs> now, the Black Friday special, which on the website promised is literal poop from an actual bowl, sold out three, or, excuse me, 30,000 units. They sold 30,000 boxes of shit. They sold 30,000 boxes of shit. At how much a piece? Uh, at $6 a piece. Wow. So, uh, so the company founder, his name is Max Temkin, says uh, he said on Twitter, "If you buy the poop expecting for it to be something else, it's not poop. You're actually buying a valuable life lesson for six dollars." <laughs> uh, so the card game and its expansion packs did return on Saturday, and of course, it's up now along with the new promotion. Uh, it's called Ten Days or Whatever of Kwanzaa. So the website says customers who pay fifteen dollars will receive ten mystery gifts in the mail during the month of December. They're doing marketing right. That is that is incredible. Yeah, but cards good for them. I know some people don't like Cards Against Humanity. I find it hilarious. Oh yeah, I mean whatever. If you don't like it, then don't play it. That, that's the only thing I can say about that. Mm-hmm. People always getting on and playing. Oh, Cards Against Humanity is so dumb. It's yeah, someone's asking so about Cyber Monday. I mean, that's just don't play it. Yeah, I'm not sure if they're doing anything for Cyber Monday. I know they probably had to put a lot into making thirty thousand boxes of bullshit. That's a lot of feces. That's a lot of feces. That's like thirty thousand yeah. pieces of poop. Yeah. Which now I kind of wish somebody would send that to us for Christmas. No, I really don't want that. I think that would be amazing. Wh- because it's it funny. Really it's, like, is. it's cultural. And the- a box of shit. I know. What are you going to do with that box of shit? I don't know. Send, hide it under your couch. <laughs> <laughs> hide it somewhere. <sighs> All right. Oh, valid point here. Oh, wait. No, never mind. All right. Next up, out of Nampa, Idaho. Nampa. Nampa. I guess that's a place. <laughs> yes, it's a place. It's a place. All right. Well, a couple has been charged with shoplifting in Nampa, Idaho on Thanksgiving, but they made police officers' jobs pretty easy when they did it. So after reports of ongoing shoplifting, Nampa officers reported to a busy parking lot. Of course, this is a Walmart uh, full of holiday shoppers. Now, the two people who were trying to shoplift were Gregory Redner and Camilla Hunt. Uh, so they're both from Oregon. So they were. Um, so they went on like a shoplifting spree okay. at this particular establishment. When officers showed up, the pair fled in their car. Now police say that Camilla Hunt ran to her car and drove away. 
Now, given the potential threat to public safety, the police declined to pursue her in the busy parking lot. However, pursue her they did not have to do because Camilla Hunt, instead of escaping... Drove around the parking lot in circles. <laughs> just driving around in circles. Uh, actually, I don't know what happened to the guy. It just said that uh, maybe she left him while she was driving around in circles. So she just kept driving around. Uh, police ended up laying down a spike strip, and Camilla Hunt drove over it, de- deflating <laughs> two of her tires. Genius. Oh, so I guess they were able to catch the Greg guy as well. So the Idaho Press Tribune reports that the pair were arrested and face multiple charges. What were they trying to steal? I don't know, but they're... Oh, wow. They are dreamy. There's a picture. If you Google that online, you can find a wonderful picture of the two of them. (laughs) We're a lovely couple. Oh, like, really quick, back to the bullshit game from Cards Against Humanity. Mr. Jenkins says, well, you know what they say. Homemade gifts are really, are really are the best gifts. Watch your mailbox. Yeah, thanks, because that's basically <laughs> what you just did. You encouraged people to shit in a box and send it to us. <laughs> I don't want people shit. I was talking about the Cards Against Humanity one. Yeah. Careful now what you, you ask put for. That, now you put that Careful out Careful what you ask for. What, are you saying that you're giving me a box of human shit I'm for Christmas? I'm saying I heard I heard. What, what are you, you Kenny B? I heard what you wanted for Christmas. No. Ew. <laughs> Anyway, yes, so the pair have been arrested. So if you're, like, going to get away with a robbery, which it seems like you were going to, probably driving around in circles in the parking lot isn't the well, best thing to they don't to sound do. like the smartest people ever. All right, next up. I just realized where this is from. Fuck. Out of Bogota, Colombia. Where was it? That's what it is, right? Bogota. 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 Stop it! This is so, such a fucking old joke. I just, just tell me how to pronounce it. Bogota. Bogota. That, that's it. Out of Bogota. Now, we've all heard of three... Uh, three. We've all heard of tree huggers, but one environmental activist in Colombia took it to the next level this past weekend in Bogota. In, in where? Bogota. People okay. gathered in Bogota's natural park, or excuse me, national park, um, to witness Peruvian actor and activist Richard Torres tie the knot with a tree. During the ceremony, young girls placed fruits and vegetables at the base of the tree, a.k.a. Richard Torres' bride, as offerings. Torres says he hoped the ceremony would bring attention to the man-made environmental problems in the world by marrying a tree. Uh, This isn't Torres' first time at the altar, however. Uh, Last year, the activist married um, a tree in Buenos Aires. Don't know exactly how that one turned out. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's up there, buddy. Whoa. So he married the tree. He married the tree. I guess he must have divorced the last tree because he's married to another one. Unless he believes in polygamy, which I don't know what the rules are in Colombia about that. Yeah, I mean. So maybe he's married to multiple trees. A lot of trees. We don't know. But uh, Richard Torres is now married to a tree. Ladies, I'm sorry. He is off the market. Does Do they... Oh, there's a picture of him kissing a tree with a bridal veil wrapped around it. Oh, that's kind of creepy. Now, does he complete Is it the, planted? Uh, is it a planted tree? It looks like it's planted. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if it was in, like, a bucket. Like a transportable tree. Well, I'm not sure. Maybe he does. Is I, he no, I don't believe so. I, it looks like it's planted. Well, I guess that if he's an environmental activist and mm-hmm. fucking creepy right. marrying a tree. Now, how did he court the tree? How did this happen? It doesn't say. It doesn't yeah. say. Uh, Sumon's asking, how can the tree give consent? That's, that's a, a very point. fair question. You just violated a tree. That's that's a very fair question. Yeah. Yes, all trees. Next up, out of France. Oh, fuck. I just... Out of Jesvres. How would you pronounce this? G-E-S-V-R-E-S. G-E-S-V-E-R-S? No, G-E-S-V-R-E-S. G-E-S-V-E-R-S. No, V-R-E-S. V-R-E-S-R. Oh my god, stop it, Greg. 
Out of France. This is, uh, this is in France. This is what's happening. All right. A French inventor says that he has invented a pill that will make body gas smell like chocolate. Ew. Yes, your flatulence will no longer smell like flatulence if you take these pills. Yes, the French inventor was inspired by a particularly flatulent meal with friends. Now, this guy's name is Christian Poncheval. Uh, said his line of pills can make customers' bodily gases smell like chocolate, roses, or violets. Now, Poncheval developed the chocolate scent especially for Christmas. Now, the website that he sells us on, uh, selling, selling the product, bills the pills. I'm, this is not me saying this. This is what this is the tagline for this. He sells the pills by saying it's the Father Christmas fart pill that gives your farts the scent of chocolate. He <laughs> didn't even make it rhyme or anything. It's the Father Christmas fart pill that gives your farts the scent of chocolate. Uh, Poncheville goes on to say it's a nice present for the festive season. There will be a real need for these pills over Christmas. Poncheville said that the invention was inspired by an uncomfortably flatulent dinner with friends about six years ago. How stinky would that have been to like? Wait a minute, it was enough at dinner to where it was a problem? Like, if you are ripping them loose that much at a dinner to where it becomes a thing, it's an issue, maybe maybe you need to go home. Maybe you got a little bit of a problem going on. Well, it said, uh, he says, we just come back from Switzerland and we're eating a lot with our friends and the smell of the flatulence was really terrible. We couldn't breathe. So me and a friend decided something had That's to be done. That's rude. That is, like, ew, who are you having dinner with? Yeah. Uh, the pills are billed as 100% natural and include fennel, seaweed, and blueberries amongst their ingredients. Now, as I was like reading this, because it seems like a proper gentleman, you know, he's, he's a Frenchman. So yeah, I was a proper at, gentleman with his Father Christmas fart pills. I didn't, his Father Christmas fart pills, chocolate fart pills, which I was kind of thinking about it. And I'm like, I wonder where the, you know, where the term fart comes from, because it doesn't really seem to come from anywhere. And lo and behold, I was looking at this and the Oxford Dictionary defines the transition, uh, transitive verb form of fart is to send forth as wind from the anus, and the word comes from the old English word fjorten, which means to break wind. <laughs> Learn something new every day. All right. And finally, this lady might be my hero, but she no longer has a job. Yes, a woman by the name of Regina Shaw has been arrested and charged with felony theft after she successfully, well, until she got caught. Real quick, I'm sorry. Just to go back really quick to the Father Christmas fart sure. pills. I mean, just because it smells like chocolate doesn't make it any less a fart. You're still smelling bodily odor from that was inside of someone. And now you're breathing it in. Yeah, but at least it's like you're breathing in chocolate. No, it's not. Have you seen those it's pads? It's not chocolate. Have you seen those pads that you can like put on, like they're like stick onto your to your undergarments? And I've they heard make, of this. And uh, if you release air, it makes it smell like mint. That's... Which kind of sounds like a genius idea. It's still the same thing. You know what? I want to know what it is that I'm saying. I just remembered, I just realized how amazing these stories are. They're about boxes of poop and like chocolate really flatulence. Is. All well, right. This is what we've waited all weekend for. There's a reason <laughs> that when like there's a natural gas leak that they put the scent in there of rotten eggs so you know it's bad for you when you're smelling it. This is the same thing with that. You're not supposed to be like, oh, that's lovely. Oh, Jim. I don't think you'd be... Oh, Jim, thank you so much. It smells like chocolate I don't think that you'd be, like, actively oh. breathing it in, but at least if you're, like, wary oh. that someone is Makes doing that... Makes me think of that, cookies. Nobody's going to sit there and, like, be breathing in somebody oh. else's chocolate flatulence. Oh, my God. 
All right, and finally, Jim, I'm sorry, let you. me get back to my personal hero, Regina Shaw. Right. Regina Shaw, 45 uh, years young, was arrested and charged with felony theft after she was accused and actually did steal $6,400 worth of sausages from her employer. <laughs> God bless you, Regina Shaw. I know that sometimes we all get a you know sausage. You craving. you are a hot dog fan. <laughs> You're a fan of hot dogs. It's a good thing Fun Employment Radio isn't in the business of hot dogs. Maybe we should be. I would suspect some would come up missing at some point. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Regina Shaw was charged with felony theft between fifteen hundred and twenty thousand dollars. So there's like a lot of wiggle room there. It's a, a lot of hot dogs uh, for the alleged sausage heist. That took back uh, took place at the Kielbasa Provision Company, where she was employed. Not so much anymore. Now, surveillance footage allegedly recorded Regina Shaw taking a pallet of meat product from her place at work. The, she then allegedly stole. Oh gosh, she sold a portion of her pallet of meat. What? To a man named Peter Medlin. He was Medlin. She took a whole sausages. pallet of meat. A pallet worth six thousand four hundred dollars. Now, where did she put it when she stole that? I think she put it in her car. It was a pallet. Now, how long was it sitting in her car? Because that's what I'd want to know if I was buying the stolen meat. Because I doubt she has a freezer big enough for all of that. She so probably, it's been, a lot she's of people... She's just been rolling around in her truck with, like, stolen meat. A lot of people have, like, those those standing freezers in their garages. That For that much? For a pallet? A pallet of meat? I think you could fit a pallet of meat in one of those fr- in one of those big freezers. No. You can fit a body in one of those big freezers. You can fit a pallet of meat. That's a lot of hot dogs. I mean, that's like the guys that come up to my porch. I've talked about this before, the roving meat salesman. Oh, yeah. Then he got all mad because it, it I opened the door. It's just some guy's like, hey, you, you like steak? I'm like, no, nah, I don't really eat, eat steak that much. I got steaks. I got a whole truck full of steaks. And he's got trucks in the or Oh, yeah, this is the guy that got in the mad back at of his pickup. not wanting his meat, Yeah, right? he's, got, he's got allegedly, and this actually happened, this guy will roll up and he's got steaks, some real good cut of steak, steaks in the back of his pickup truck. That he's trying to sell for a discount because he's going door to door to sell them because he knows people, you know, you want to pay store prices. Discount truck steaks. Yeah, yeah, I got steaks right here for you. And when I said no, he basically looked at me like I was the biggest, like, for him, the biggest pussy on earth. Because mm-hmm. like, you wouldn't good, take you his are not a man. truck steaks. You are not a man, sir. <laughs> that's pretty much what he was saying. So that's what it kind of sounds like with this. Was she going door to door? She already had the guy lined up, the sausage. The sausage dealer? I don't know. Well, she sold some of it to the sausage dealer, not all of it. She hung on to some of it. Uh, so, of course, Medlin was able to identify her in a photo lineup for being the woman that sold him the illegal sausages. God, what a narc. Uh, the police affidavit did not specify how much meat was sold to Medlin, nor how much she, uh, nor how she managed to steal an entire pallet of sausage in the first place. Unfortunately for Regina Shaw, she now no longer has access to pallets of sausage because she was fired the same day she was arrested. She was taken to county jail and released after posting a $5,000 bail. Wow. it's a pretty hefty bail. It is. It's a lot of sausage. So where did the sausage end up? I'm sure it ended up in police custody. So they're just having a big sausage bake right they're now. They're totally having a big sausage fest at that mm-hmm. police department. Sausages everywhere. Just everyone's putting sausages in. In another mouths. life, you could be the sausage lady. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do like hot dogs. What's his name in um, say uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off? From Edward From the, oh, the Sausage King, the Sausage King of Chicago. Um, Except for if you're a sausage queen, that sounds like a, that sounds a little different. Is that Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Where it's the Sausage yeah. King? Okay. But mm. I, I don't think I want to be the sausage queen. You could be the sausage queen of, no, queen of Portland. That, that sounds a little Sarah different. Sarah Dillon, the sausage queen Abe of Portland. Abe Froman. There it is. Thank you, Scott. Abe Froman. Sausage the king sausage of Chicago. King. 
And now I want sausages. Not my friends. Is your world a crazy sausage queen? You should get that as a Twitter handle right now. Gross. No. I want to make a bet with you where you have to change your name to Sausage Queen on Twitter. I will not change my name to Sausage Queen ever. Okay. You either have to change your name to Sausage Queen or... Or what? You have to read your journal live on stage no, December what? 10th. Oh, I'm sorry. I love the way that you're trying to like formulate this. Like, I have to take one I mean, of you those have to options. Do, I mean, obviously, you have to do one or the other. I don't have to do jack shit. You have to read these journals. There is absolutely no incentive for me to want to read these journals. What is it's the incentive? It's to help you. Here's, here you go. No, I Here's don't want a is. personal growth incentive. That does absolutely nothing for me. Well, no, it's going to help absolutely. you get over this. You said you still have dreams about these sorority girls. This will help you get over no, that. No, I don't care. I don't care. I do not. My personal growth is not an incentive. <sighs> okay. Personal growth is not an incentive. Personal growth is not an incentive. It's work for you. All right. Yeah. How about this? Um, no, you can't pay me in sausages to do it. <laughs> What about sausages with mac and cheese? Wait, what? Big healthy bowl of, bowl of sausages with mac and cheese. If you do it, that's your reward. You're trying to pay me in food? All right, well, Janky personal says that growth I'm... isn't the thing. So what? what is it you want? What do you want to do this? You have to read this. Or you have to change your name to Sausage Queen on Twitter. All right, uh, Jez in the chat saying I'm being really cunty about it. I'm not. Like, if you knew, if you had something that you wrote and you knew that you really, really, really meant it at that time, only to read it years later and realize what an idiot you were. But we were all idiots. We, we just didn't all keep an actual record written down I did. of what I idiots we were. I kept a record. Were. Like, I kept a record of, like, the, the parties that I went to, like, the oh people I hung God. out with. Wow. It's weird. It was, like, a weird flashback. Like, I was talking about, like, going to, like, like live outs. That's a like a yeah. term in college. Basically, if like someone is in a fraternity or sorority and they don't live in the house anymore, but they have a party house, it's called the live out. Uh-huh. And so it's all like, oh yeah, I went to the SAE's live out to like then to this big party and we had a keg and all the walls were made of beer boxes. It's just like it's trippy. Wow. So that's sprinkled in uh, between like the poetry. Between stuff. your poetry. Mm-hmm. Between your deep dark feelings, you have to do it. You have to do it. We've got to brainstorm and making it worth my while. If I did, if I did do it. Isn't that the name of like an O.J. Simpson book, If I Did It? Yeah, I have a copy of that. Yeah. Signed. If I did it, it would not be on the show. I would have... I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. We'll take... Listeners, send emails in, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Figure out what it's going to take for Sarah to do this because it needs to happen. It's for your. It's for your benefit. Oh, my God. I titled some of them, too. Yes! We can do a live recording. Mm-mm. The Secret Society has a has actually an amazing recording studio. Nobody's recording anything. We could record it live. Then we'll play it before, you know, while people are coming in on uh, December 10th. And then it'll be like everybody can just sit down and listen. <laughs> this has to happen. You tell me what it needs. What needs? To I don't know. We need what to, it takes. We need to. We need to figure it out. Because All right. You just like telling me that it has to happen is not worth it. I need something to make it worth it because this is. It's so embarrassing. Like I mean, it is like when I was really trying to find myself, and I mean, it's and it's yes. funny. It's horribly funny. Okay, it's being out. Just give us one thing. I swear to God. Will you give one of the titles? Yes. One of them was called Sorority of Lies. 
Oh my god, I'm so sorry for laughing into the microphone like that. That is amazing. Oh god. Sorority. And I'd name of them lies. afterwards, so it'd be like the poem, 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 dash, and then like the name. One oh. of them was <laughs> Sorority of Lies. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't even breathe. December 10th, live at the Secret Society. Oh my god. Amazing comedians, preceded by Sorority of Lies. No, no, stop saying A it. A live stop reading by Sarah X. Dillon. I am not. Don't you stop that. You stop that. Get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. There's a link right there. Buy your tickets. All right, Seven dollars. All right. Let me tell you this. If Sorority. people are like, it's, it, insisting that I do this, they need to pr- Like, people can't just say it. Like, if they're buying tickets, if they if they're telling if if they're proving that they bought tickets, then maybe I'll consider it. Maybe. All right. There we go. But I need people. Like, I don't want people saying, "Do it, do it," and then like nobody shows up for it. Because if I'm doing this, I'm doing this once, and then I don't know if I'm going to do it. I can't do it. No, no, no. Yes, you have no to. sorority of lies. All right. Funemploymentradio.com. Click on the link. Buy your tickets for December 10th at the Secret Society. $7. There's a Facebook invite on our Facebook page, too. You can click there and say, I'm going. Sarah X. Dillon. Sorority of Lies. Shut up. Stop saying it. Stop saying that it. Oh, God. combined with we are Portland's funniest person, Stephen Wilbur, Adam Posse, Amy Miller and Zach Tuscani. You know what's funny is that this I was is going this, to be amazing. We have Portland's funniest person and second funniest person. Yeah, so we Steve, have the runner-up. Yeah. was first place this year. Uh, Adam Posse was second place. Yeah, and which Amy is huge. Was... I mean, that's whittled out of like hundreds of people. Amy was in the finals. Zach was in the finals. Yeah, they're all amazing. It's a damn good lineup. Oh my god! <sighs> Send us an email: funemploymentradio@gmail.com. Give us a call: five zero three five seven five nine one two zero. Get your tickets now at FunEmploymentRadio.com for December 10th. Oh, yeah. The Secret Society. Stop it. <laughs> Can we do just like a big spotlight on it, too? Oh, my God. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.